Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hey everyone, we've just had a new press release by the government around new social housing reforms to crack down on rule breakers. So what I thought I'd do on this episode was talk you through it and give you my opinion on it. Now, I have not even read this yet. I'm just going to read it and talk through it with you as we do. So basically, this is a press release announced on the 30th of January. Those who commit antisocial behaviour to face a ban of up to five years. So I guess this means those looking for social housing, if you do any type of antisocial behaviour and have a mark against you for antisocial behaviour, I guess by the police, um, then you'll get a ban of up to five years when you won't be able to get social housing for up to five years. So let me read through a bit more detail on it and give you my thoughts on this. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. If this is your first ever episode, scroll back through. We do episodes every single week. So make sure you're not missing any of the content. Make sure you've subscribed as well. Um, For those that are regulars, welcome back as well. And yeah, this is going to be a little bit different. Usually I do property related topics on the website, giving you information around different things property. But I thought this could be something really interesting today to just see what the government's latest idea is and if it's a good one or a bad one. And over, this art starts off, an overhaul on how social housing is allocated to make the system fairer and not available to those who abuse it was announced by the government today. Measures which could ban those who blight communities and repeatedly make their neighbors' lives hell through antisocial behavior or a victim through a three strikes and you're out policy are part of the new consultation. So I guess that probably starts to mean that if you've got any antisocial behaviour against you, any ASBOs, etc., you probably don't qualify for social housing. But if you have a social housing property and you have three strikes, they will kick you out of that property. Interesting. So Housing Minister Lee Rowley said, Today we are proposing further steps to make the allocation of social housing fairer for people. If you abuse the system, making people's lives a misery, or actively work against our British values, you are making a choice. Such choices will have consequences, consequences, and our proposals seek to stop such people getting a social home. The message is clear. Play by the rules, pay in, and we will support you. If you choose not to, this country is no longer going to be a soft touch. The public want to know decent and hardworking people that have contributed to this country will be prioritised for new social housing tenancies. People already living in social homes want to know that anyone moving near them will be respectful of their neighbours with their communities protected from those who persistently break the law. That is why it is right that the finite resource of social housing is allocated fairly and local law-abiding citizens in need have such access to a home in their communities. So, a few things on that. Um, There's more, but the government is seeking views from the public, the councils, the social housing tenants and providers and want to bring forward the reforms. So this is um, a proposal and they want people's opinions and bring this reform forward. Well, a couple of things that just spring to mind. Is the reason they're now saying um, they want to... And by the way, I I kind of agree with this. I don't think you should be given a a social housing home if you are 
creating, causing antisocial behaviour, bringing a nuisance to the neighbourhood, um, you know, just a basically wanting everything for nothing type person and abuse everybody around you. Yeah, give to society and society will give back to you. I actually agree with that. However, I'm not sure they have a plan. So what do I mean by that? I mean, if they say, I think there's a reason they're doing this potentially, which is that they know there's not enough social housing. So the government know they don't have enough houses to provide for everybody. So if we don't have enough houses to provide for everybody and this is this huge waiting list for houses, what do we do? Well, create some rules around getting those houses that mean the list gets reduced significantly and they look like they're making progress and reducing the list. That could be one reason. Um, but then what's the plan for all those they don't give a social housing home to? So what are those people going to do? So if you've got an ASBO and you're not working or you can't work, or if you've got any of the other list of reasons that they can strike you out for, then what do you do if you can't afford private rental and you don't get a social housing home? Are they basically saying sleep on the street? Where, where, where's the plan for those that don't fit that system? Because you don't go to prison for an ASBO and quite often people are released from prison early but are they saying that anyone who's been to prison and is released early or anyone who could have gone to prison or would have in another country if they with stricter laws they don't qualify for social housing they probably will or won't in some cases afford private rental so where's the gap in the middle where do these people go um they have to go somewhere and usually that's the social housing so that's going to be an interesting bit to figure out. The reforms include new UK and local connection tests to determine social housing eligibility, with applicants required to demonstrate a connection to the UK for at least 10 years and their local area for at least two years. So is this actually more about, and they're just including ASBO in there, so that it can't be seen as um, uh, discriminatory or racist, is this just about stopping illegal immigrants stopping people from abroad getting social housing over and above a UK citizen because they've started off mentioning about ASBOs and things or mentioning about antisocial behaviour but then outside of the one comment about antisocial behaviour there's comments about terrorism which 100% agree with if you're causing any terrorism you don't deserve a social housing you actually don't deserve to be in the country um, Feedback on that, please. Do you think a terrorist deserves to be in the UK? Uh, probably not. Um, but then they're talking about um, UK local connection tests. So are you an actual UK person? Do you have a local connection to anybody in the UK? So maybe this is more about trying to deter illegal immigrants from coming into the UK. So like Rwanda. So come to the UK, we'll ship you off to Rwanda. Come to the UK and you don't get a social housing home. So, where do they go? Where do they all go, our government? So, Lee Rowley, MP, if you're listening to this, Lee, I know you're an avid listener of our podcast. Where do they go? Where are you putting them all? As part of the reforms, people who have unspent convictions for certain criminal antisocial behaviour or have been subject to certain civil sanctions could be disqualified from social housing for up to five years. I think that's fair, but the real question is, where do they go? 
This sits alongside measures which could disqualify terrorist offenders, back to the terrorism again, from benefiting from social housing. Again, agree, and they shouldn't even benefit from terrorist offenders. Offenders probably shouldn't benefit from UK streets, never mind um, UK social housing. Let me know your thoughts, by the way. Changes will be delivered by secondary legislation at the earliest opportunity. Um, Known the government, the earliest opportunity will probably be 2052. The proposals build on, a significant, on the significant reforms already introduced by the government to improve the quality and quantity of the country's social housing stock. This includes the Social Housing Regulation Act 2023, under which the powers of the regulator of social housing to hold poorly performing landlords to account have been strengthening and social housing residents' access to redress has been improved due to new powers. So when you look at a lot of the poor quality social housing, in actual reality, it, the poorest quality social housing belongs to the government, not to the private landlord. Most of the, the ba- and I challenge me on this, but most of the really, really bad social housing is actually the government stock, the local council stock. Why? The local councils don't have the money to repair them. The local councils are in debt. Many of the local councils are going bankrupt. And then they want landlords to improve theirs while the local council stock is in getting worse and worse and worse condition. And they want landlords to improve theirs while all the time introducing more and more and more constraints against a landlord and more taxes and more um, fines and everything else. Rogue landlords need to be removed. Good landlords need to be supported. Rogue landlords removed, good landlords supported. And that'll help improve the housing stock. It says here that access to most housing, social housing is managed by local housing authorities who only allocate homes to people who are eligible to and who qualify. Well, most of those local housing authorities own council stock. Now, when they determine who and how will they determine who qualifies, because this consultation runs on only, only until the 26th of March. The proposals are for a new national requirement to provide greater consistency for social housing applicants. Well, what about the antisocial behaviour or the neighbours from hell? So let's say a neighbour doesn't like you and they ring up. You've not done anything wrong, but they ring up and they complain about you. Do you get a strike because somebody complained about you falsely? Could you be prevented from getting a social housing home because people complained about you even though you didn't do anything wrong? Because that's very possible, by the way. What about people that have got antisocial behaviour, but the reason they have antisocial behaviour is because they suffer from things that, um, you know, mental issues, challenges, and there's no support there for them to deal with that. So is there going to be support for people who are creating antisocial behaviour due to their mental state rather than the fact that they just are... A rogue and wants to do that. So how do you determine and who's going to determine and there's already a shortage of people working in the local councils. There's already a bankrupt councils and about to go bankrupt councils. So where's the money going to come from to check the reasoning behind somebody being marked off as a potential 
social housing tenant been X'd off the list and said, sorry, you don't get a property? Do they even care? Because there's such a shortage of property right now. There's such a huge, huge waiting list of years in many councils for people to get a social housing home. Do they really care that a few um, who probably should qualify get marked off as non-qualified so then they can show that their, um, their list is reducing and they can stand before the election and say, we, when we got into power, had, and this could be Labour or Conservative, by the way, but we, when we got into power, we had a social housing waiting list of, I don't know, X million or X hundred thousand. And we have reduced it by Y amount in the last Z number of years. And it sounds great and looks amazing, but did they reduce it because they just bend a bunch of people and said, you don't qualify? Yep. We've antisocial behaviour, neighbour from hell, whatever reason it might be, so you're off the list and now we've got less people on our waiting list, so we're making improvements. But they're not actually improving the housing stock, they're not actually providing more housing stock, they're not solving the actual problem, and is this going to create an even bigger problem elsewhere? Because what, what, what do we do with all these people that re get removed from that social housing stock? I think this is a great idea for about 30% of it and completely unthought out for the other 70% because if you don't have a proper plan, making one move just creates an even bigger problem elsewhere and quite often the other problem will be bigger than the original problem. I guess on another note, as a private property investor where you provide homes, so you're a landlord or property investor and you provide homes to social housing providers, it's probably kind of a good thing in a way if you know your house is going to be better looked after because one of the big challenges and one of the things I always think about, and I've got some houses with social housing providers, and one of the big fears you always have is, what if somebody trashes my house? What if they damage my house? What if they're growing weed in my house? Etc, etc. Um, so having that property, have not, not having those types of people in your property, that could make it better for you in terms of making sure that your property has been looked after by good people. But it still comes down to that simple question is where are they going to put all these people? So we're now saying that we're not going to provide homes for people that are the what? What do they call them? The, you know, criminal, um, antisocial behaviour, angry people, um, neighbours from hell, terrorists. I flipping under agree with, but all these other people, where are you going to put them? Where are we putting these people? Are we going to send them all off to Rwanda as well? So if you've got antisocial behaviour, you're not allowed to have a, a social housing home, so you've got to take a flight to Rwanda. Where are they going? Where are they going to put them? I think we should move them all into Lee Rowley's town, Lee Rowley's home. Lee, do you want to have them next door to you? Do you want to move them in? Where are you going to move them to, Lee? All right, um, guys, you've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. I've had a little bit of a thought process off the cuff on the new social housing reforms to crack down on rule breakers to increase the homelessness of the UK by the sounds of things. I don't know. One government person with an idea to fix their area, creating a bigger problem elsewhere. You heard it here first, Progressive Property Podcast. I've been Kevin McDonald. You've been amazing. I'll see you next week.